Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. The Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin Reed. I'm the definition of half man, half drugs. Ask the clubs, bad boy, that's what's up. After bucks, crush crews after us. No games, we ain't laughing much. Nothing but big things. But, well, well, well. Sean Puff, Daddy Combs, out of Mount Vernon. Just heard Bill O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly speaking about Denzel Washington, also out of Mount Vernon. Denzel went to Fordham University. Sean Puff, Daddy Combs went to the Mount, Mount St. Michael, where it became Puff Daddy Academy. And you know the rest of the history, right? This bad boy's in company, and he is standing today with Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Hey, turn this crap off uh, wrong way, uh, Phil. I mean, uh, Phil, my God. <laughs> Lou Rafino. Oh, God, I hate Sean Puff Daddy Combs with a passion. He's standing there today. But Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who has maybe the lightest schedule I have ever seen of any mayor at any time, any place, including Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who single-handedly destroyed this city that we loved in eight years. And Eric Adams, swagger man, with his $5,000 customized all-silk suits, is compounding that. This schedule is unbelievable. Anyway, here's Eric Adams once again wanting everyone to know he's the number one CEO in America. I, I'm the CEO of the largest corporation in America, and my bald head, earring-wearing swagger is running this city my way. Yeah, yeah, my way. Yeah. That's swag. Yes, sir. Right into the ground. First of all, he's not the CEO of the Lord, largest corporation in America. I mean, this guy is like Joe Biden. He's the Biden of Brooklyn. He tells fibs, he embellishes, and he tells outright lies, just like his hero, Joe Biden, does each and every day as president of the United States. And then remember how he says over and over in the midst of this crisis that he created by welcoming in the illegal aliens who have now taken over our city, Remember how he says he's waiting for what used to be considered the second toughest job in America to get tough? And people have the audacity to say to me that being a man of the city of New York is the second most difficult job in politics. You know what I tell them? I tell them, when does the hard part start? <laughs> well, after your friend uh, Bill de Blasio and your de Blasio 2.0, uh, basically mailed in his days, half a day, that idea that it was the second toughest job in America went by the wayside. And now you really approving that, Eric Adams. I want you to see, uh, let's see, number one on his schedule today. I have the schedule right here, wrong way, Lou Rafino. He is um, adding to his self-appointment as the hip-hop mayor of New York City. Don't disconnect this moment. First time in New York City history, we have a hip-hop mayor. 
So the first thing he did today of no significance was to have a press conference with P. Diddy, Sean Puff Daddy Combs, graduate of Mount St. Michael's. That will stain Mount St. Michael's till the ends of time, all you graduates and alumni out there. What did they discuss? Nonsense. What I would have asked if I was a member of Room 9, the press corps, which folds for Eric Adams all the time because his complexion is his protection. In fact, uh, Macedonian Phil, who follows the rap world, I would have raised my hand and I would have said, Hey, Sean Puff Daddy Combs, how come you haven't contributed to the Hip Hop Museum in the South Bronx? It's a 501c3. You're almost a billionaire like uh, Jay-Z, like uh, Dr. Dre now. How come you haven't made a contribution? And before Eric Adams could stop him, because it's his sequel fans, toadies and lackeys who are on the board, Chump Puff Daddy Combs would have said, yo, man, I don't trust any of those guys. And yet Eric Adams has given our money to a South Bronx hip-hop museum that isn't even open. Five million dollars, gave more originally uh, to a board of directors there, quite frankly, that even the rappers don't trust. Look, look at the 501C filings. You don't see Jay-Z, legitimate billionaire, contributing. He would get a tax write-off. Or Dr. Dre, legitimate billionaire, he would get a tax write-off. Or Sean Puff Daddy Combs, almost a billionaire, would get a a tax write-off. Because they don't trust the board there. But Eric Adams trusts them with our money. Not his money, because remember, he trusted Bitcoin, which is nothing more than crime coin. And then what is he doing second here? Hey, wow, look at this, Macedonian Phil. Could you go down there? He is cutting the ceremonial ribbon at the reopening of Delmonico's. That's a steakhouse. I thought he was a, a vegan. Then we found out he was a vegetarian. Does this mean, Macedonian Phil, he has crossed over the Maginot line and he'll be eating steak? Why the hell, in the midst of all the Michigans going on in the city, is he cutting ribbons? This is what borough presidents do. This guy doesn't get into his head. He's no longer the borough president of Brooklyn. He has to do really serious things like sit down in City Hall behind the desk and meet with the heads of his various agencies and commissioners and come up with a plan. He's the swagger man with no plan. And then following that, Eric Adams will deliver remarks at a flag-raising ceremony, not for the United States of America, he's never done that, but for the Democratic Republic of the Congo, down at Bowling Green? Is he getting appearance fees? Because this guy doesn't do anything without getting money. This is unbelievable. <laughs> he's raising the flag for the Democratic Republic of the Congo that he can't even find on a map that is in complete disarray. There's a virtual civil war going on. He has no idea the history, no idea of its location on the continent of Africa, but he's probably getting greased. But then again, he's more than happy to tell some of you where you can go, that's for sure. Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. So what is he welcoming in uh, illegal aliens from the Democratic Republic of uh, Congo, the old Belgian Congo? Yeah, he's probably wanting to do a swap. Can I hear that one more time, Lou Rufino? He wants white people to get the hell out of here.
Go back to Iowa. You go back to Ohio. New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. Now, I really, uh, Macedonia Phil, because you're into hip hop, I want you to go down to the hip hop museum in the South Bronx, which is not open yet, and find out what they've done with the money. I want you to go to Delmonico's where he's cutting a ribbon today for its reopening and see if he's getting an appearance fee. And I want you to uh, go down to that flag raising at Bowling Green and stand with the crooked officials from the Democratic Republic of the Congo to see if they're greasing Eric Adams. Because remember, he doesn't do anything unless you show him the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. Can I hear that again? Because that's the only way to motivate this slacker, this deadbeat, uh, this Norderwell. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. Because when all is said and done as we approach the two-year anniversary of this debacle of Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, now anointing himself the mayor of the illegals and abandoning all of us, especially his own peeps, African-Americans, every day I'm out in the subways, in the streets, in the parks, the majority of the homeless, the majority of the emotionally disturbed are our own citizens, mostly African-Americans, some of them veterans. Some of them who have to be in Ward's Island at 10 o'clock at night at the men's shelter there or they lose their bed, even if they serve this country in wartime or peacetime. Whereas the illegal aliens, they have no curfew whatsoever. And then finally, uh, the mayor will deliver remarks at the Chinese Business Association of New York in Flushing tonight. And he has uh, on his... uh, His advisory board, working at City Hall, one of his attaches to the Chinese community is a red Chinese agent. She has been vetted out. She has been paid for by the government of red China. And yet she serves this mayor because what does this mayor care about? Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. So she is the conduit to try to get money into the coffers of Team Adams so that they can all put their beak into the trough of red Chinese money. And then there is a woman who distributed a letter yesterday to all Republicans, all conservatives. Her name, Joanne Ariola, Udiscraziada. She is the city councilwoman of Howard Beach Ozone Park Broad Channel, the Rockaways and also the corrupt Queens County former chairwoman. Uh, She has indicated that Republicans need to come together on this migrant mess and attack Joe Biden, the president, Kathy Hochul, the governor, and she makes no mention of Eric Adams. No mention of Eric Adams. So she's giving cover to Eric Adams because... She is a Republican who voted for Eric Adams, who actually supported Eric Adams in the last election, which I ran against him. Republicans for Adams. She leads that group. She's giving him cover. Well, guess what, Joanne Ariola? You can't separate the three stooges. It's Biden, it's Hochul, and it's Adams. All of them are part of that cabal. And for you to think that all of a sudden you're going to be accepted 
after the month of May and June and July and August, you savaged me and called me a liar and said I was making up the fact that the federal government was going to use Floyd Bennett Field to house single-able-bodied illegal alien men with nothing to do and nowhere to go and also had their eye on Fort Tilden. You were in the forefront of attacking me, and you have yet to apologize. So guess what? If you were Jewish, you would have had to apologize with the night of Rosh Hashanah upon us, because then you'd have 10 days. And if you didn't apologize, you wouldn't be written into the book of life by Hashem, and that would mean, bingo, at some point in the next year, you're finito! This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Ed Kujay with the triumphant comeback. Morris, but tonight... Don't call it a comeback! Resurrected from the political dead, Andrew Evilize Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, listening as he is on our FM affiliate right now, WLIR, reaching out to the Cuomo compound in Southampton, where he is playing the role of Michael Corleone, and his brother Chris Cuomo doesn't play the role, he is Fredo. With their wartime consigliere, Joe Pococo, who finished doing six years in federal jail for political corruption, swinging the Louisville sluggers at all perceived and real enemies. He's listening intently. I know you are, Andrew. So you made your political comeback yesterday at the most crooked of crooked Democratic political clubs in the five boroughs of the city of New York. The Thomas Jefferson Club. 92nd Street and Conklin Avenue, where I grew up. Oh, and you were welcomed by the crook, Frank Setio, who invited you, the former Kings County crooked chief in charge of everyone who had their beak in the trough, who are responsible for the corruption that has paralyzed the Democratic power thrust into City Hall that helped elevate the Brooklyn Borough president, a man of no consequence to becoming the mayor, and he has rewarded the Thomas Jefferson Club and all their sickle fans, toadies, and lackeys accordingly. And it is interesting that we were miles away with our rally against the illegal alien invasion, combining men and women from both the Rockaways across the Gil Hodges Bridge and throughout southern Brooklyn, Mill Basin, Marine Park, and R.C. Georgetown, Gravesend, and Garrison Beach. Many of them moderate Democrats who have turned their backs on Joe Biden, uh, Kathy Crime Wave Hochul, and of course Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who has welcomed the illegals. So yesterday, the guy had the goal, the Coolions, to come in front of that group of mostly Gentiles, but some Jews before. The Jewish New Year tonight, Rosh Hashanah, and say this, this viper, this Susanit. He is saying it is time for the Shabbos Goy 
The Shabbos Goy can do the work that benefits both the Jewish community and the non-Jewish community. The Shabbos Goy can turn on the lights on the Sabbath because it benefits everyone. It is time to turn on the lights. You were never a Shabbos Goy. No, no. Elvis Presley was in Tupelo, Mississippi. So was Colin Powell in the South Bronx. Uh, so you should take a Shanda and you should impale yourself for using that comparison, Andrew. Evil Eyes Cuomo. And remember, because you don't think we're going to remember what you said way back in 2014 when you were thinking, you know, I can ride this anti-Republican wave right in to the White House itself. Are they these extreme conservatives who are right to life, a poor assault weapon, anti-gay? Is that who they are? Because if that's who they are, and if they are the extreme conservatives, they have no place in the state of New York. So this- because that's not who New Yorkers are. They have no place in the state of New York, so... We should be exiled and replaced with illegal aliens because the whole goal here, ladies and gentlemen, you understand, from Biden to Hochul to Cuomo to uh, Adams, is that they want to eventually regularize these illegals. They'll have anchor babies while they're here or they'll marry a woman with a green card or a man with a green card or a citizen and then eventually there's no 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 turning them away. You're not going to be sending them back. Even if they fail their asylum appearance 13 years from now, 15 years from now in some federal court. And then they'll be able to vote. First in municipal elections, county elections, state elections. And then they hope eventually federal elections. To guarantee a Democratic majority until the ends of time. That's the plan. And what Andrew Evil Eyes Cuomo doesn't understand is that people are not stupid because Cuomo and the Republicans and Democrats think that all of you are stupid and you're sheep and you can't remember from one day to the next. You're like Joe Biden. You're a mashug. You're a bots. You're titched. You're suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's. They really do believe that. They view you in the worst way, like you a dreck on the bottom of shoes. And I've been with my fellow Republicans and Democrats. They talk exactly the same way. They say, see, Curtis, you say one thing one day and they'll forget it the next day. And they all say basically the same thing over and over. And Team Cuomo is betting you won't remember what he called the hero men and women of ICE, immigration and naturalization who commemorated their 20th anniversary formed in the aftermath of the attack of 9-11, these brave men and women who every day put on bulletproof vests and go out and get detainers on the worst hombres, sex traffickers, drug dealers, gangbangers, terrorists. Every day they risk their lives, and all they get is spit in their face by the likes of Andrew Cuomo, Eric Adams, And all these officials you see speaking now who won't even give them their due and won't even salute them as they had their anniversary since their inception on March 1st of 2023. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them. 
if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. Never said that MS-13 with thugs or 18th Street. No, no, no. Or Latin Kings or Nietas or Trinitarios from the DR. Never, never, never. He vilified ICE. And that brings us to a point. When's the last time a Republican or a Democrat actually had a ceremony honoring ICE? You won't find it. The Republicans run from ICE, too. Every time I bring it up in a meeting, it's sort of like, oh... You know, that may, we may lose votes on that. Really? Really? What's next? Supporting the police, you may lose votes. Supporting a sheriff's department, you may lose votes. Supporting the National Guard, you may lose votes. You sanctimonious hypocrites, all of you. There should be a day in which we recognize the heroic contributions of ICE each and every day who are keeping the bad hombres out. But they've been handcuffed. By Democrats and, yes, my own Republicans. When's the last time you heard a Republican do a shout-out to ICE? Only, hey, more ice in my bourbon, please. Or Mitch McConnell, you know, more ice, please. No, I'll take it straight. No ice. Sanctimonious hypocrites. And then, of course, it was the revised, resurrected, always reinventing himself, Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo before the most crooked uh, Democratic Club members in America, the Thomas Jefferson Club in Canarsie, Brooklyn, last night. From the state's point of view, this is not New York City's problem exclusively. The bus comes to New York City. You know where you get off the bus? Port Authority. You know who wants the Port Authority? State of New York. So this concept that they came to New York City and therefore it's New York City's responsibility. Uh, I don't accept it. Well, 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 you don't accept it. Well, what about Eric Adams? He and his entourage from City Hall not only welcomed them, but encouraged them to come with swag bags that they gave them right at the Port Authority. Let's have immediate translation services to assist that people can have access to the services that are already available. We have to expand uh, NYC care to make sure everyone has health care. We need to make sure we have proper translation services in our schools so that we can start building out the future as well. We are going to fulfill our moral and legal obligation to house everyone that enters Uh, New York City. Uh, That is what we have done, and that is what we will continue to do. Mm. Andrew Cuomo, I know you're listening right now, Facha Bruta. Your guy, Eric Adams, was welcoming them in with a $5,000 customized all-silk suit, rolling out the red carpet, giving them benefits that he won't even give to those who are veterans, blacks, Hispanics, others down on their luck, poor, impoverished without a place to live, living in parks, subways, streets, emotionally disturbed, homeless, especially African-Americans with drug and alcohol problems, won't even take care of our citizens. Curfews for citizens in shelters, but not for illegal aliens. And then you refuse to call out the man who plays Santa Claus with our federal tax dollars, Cardinal Dolan with Catholic Charities. These just aren't cases. These just aren't. Uh, these just aren't problems. <clears throat> these just aren't statistics. These are not just refugees and asylum seekers in the plural. These are people with names, 
and with dads and moms. They've had a terrible journey, but yet they're filled. I don't see any animosity or any. They're filled with gratitude. They said people have helped us on the way. The church has been there. (laughs) Of course. They get to smoke weed, drink cerveza, right up and down the streets on Vespers and motorbikes. To the break of dawn, they never get arrested, and occasionally when they do, they got no papers. They say, I'm an asylum seeker, and the cops are told, cut them loose. But they should be calling in ICE, the Immigration and Naturalization Service. They're here. But they have been told by people like Cuomo and others, do not have anything to do with ICE. They're worse than gangs. They're worse than drug dealers. And then Cuomo had the Culeones, the Webos, yesterday at the crooked Thomas Jefferson Democratic Club in Canarsie to say that the feds have to pay the bill. I would also say to the federal government, you have to pay the bill. Uh, New York City taxpayers are not going to pay it. New York State taxpayers are not going to pay it. The federal government must pay the bill. Well, wait a second. If the federal government is going to pay the bill, that's us, the taxpayers, too. But then it is important, incumbent upon all you Democrats to make sure that law enforcement and the court system and criminal justice systems are working hand in hand with ICE. But how can they do that to federal agency when you've demonized them? New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. You sanctimonious hypocrite. I will become your worst nightmare, Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo, on your political comeback. I will remind people how you stabbed us in the back, how you signed the bill, no cash bail. You can't run away from that. How you told all law enforcement agencies and the criminal justice system, do not cooperate with ICE under any circumstance. You can run, you can hide in your compound, Fredo's compound, Chris Cuomo's compound in Southampton with your leg breaker, Joe Pococo. But let me tell you something. With the San Gennaro Festival already starting, your father tried that on me, Mario Faccia Bruta Cuomo, when he had a press conference, and he said there's no such thing as La Cosa Nostra, the mafia. He said it was an aberration. And you too, Andrew Evilized Cuomo, you never went after organized crime as attorney general of the state of New York. You were frightened of them. Why were you afraid of them, Andrew Evilized Cuomo? Does it go back to your grandfather, Rafa, huh? And how you stood in the door of that hospital room, a brand new lawyer, when the fire marshals came and wanted to know why he torched his own supermarket, huh? And you said... My grandfather is not available for questions. I'm his attorney. Think I forget, huh? You think everybody forgets? You think all people are stuna? Just come on back on the political trail, Andrew. I can't wait to give you the political whipping you deserve of your lifetime because your fellow Democrats are frightened of you, you bully. But I eat bullies for lunch. Featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. 
Djokovic reigns in Monte Carlo. He ends Rafa Nadal's yeah, Monte Carlo, I hate tennis. The privileged elite with silver spoons in their mouths so big to offset the trade balance between the United States and Red China. I hate them all. Paying, what, $50 for a microscopic piece of quiche? And there was Aaron Rodgers with his calf brace sitting there cheering on his Novak's pal Djokovic. Hey, look at it. You think maybe he should have been resting at home instead of going to Taylor Swift concerts too, dressed in Barbie doll pink? But anyway, I digress. I want to applaud my colleague, Anthony Weiner. You can hear him uh, Saturdays, left versus right, with me, 4 to 5. And before that, he takes on all Trumpers from 2 to 3. The only real Democrat here at WABC. He defends sometimes the indefensible, although at times he's very rational. He wants to finish the wall. He has some really great ideas. But he takes on all Trumpers from 2 to 3 and then 3 to 4. Uh, oftentimes he takes on Adams because he would have been a much better mayor uh, had he not imploded, uh, and then defends Adams. And then it's me and uh, Anthony Weiner. And he came up with a brilliant idea. In the aftermath of the uh, U.S. Open, which for two months of the year, they occupy such a huge area of Flushing Meadow Park. They have uh, Louis Armstrong Stadium, which is open, and Arthur Ashe Stadium, which is an enclosed facility. They can uh, seat about 50,000 people between the both. How about housing the illegal aliens there? Oh, and then bringing out Billie Jean King, the liberal of all liberals at the U.S. Tennis Authority's National Tennis Center, because all the privileged there would have a heart attack. What? No, no. Why not put tents in Central Park? Remember Billy Graham's son did that in the aftermath of COVID and helped deal with the overload of patients in hospitals. And then the moment they finished their work and they packed up their tents, all of a sudden the Democrats just viciously attacked them. Oh, you're sexist, misogynist, homophobes, xenophobes, uh, every racist. Get the hell out of here, right? Well, why not? How about putting tents in Central Park? But when Eric Adams floated that idea, he caught it from all of his contributors from the Upper East Side and the Upper West Side, the Met crowd. Yeah, remember? And remember who went to the Met? Remember with her dress? What was that? Eat the Rich AOC. She got a surprise, surprise today from the rebel factions. As I said, I'm the leader of the rebels. Up the rebels! And ultimately, I think that there are three points of consensus here that are very important in getting a solution to this issue. The first is that there is there is consensus here across geography and states on increased federal resources to cities and municipalities dealing with this issue. The second is to allow for work authorizations so that the folks in here can get to work and start supporting themselves as soon as possible. They are prevented from getting jobs. They are prevented from employment. And that is part of the strain on our public system. You prevented Americans from getting jobs at Amazon because you said no to Amazon. You fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi princess. All of you can't run. You can't hide from the rebels. I'm so proud of the rebel faction from Creedmoor today. Those Democrats didn't know what hit them at their press conference, and especially when they recognized moderate Democrats in the crowd screaming at them.
It's rules for radicals time. That's what I was raised on. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. A lot of the methods work, and I use them every day. We're coming for all of you.